ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯಂಕೇಶವಂಬಾದರಾಯಣ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯಕೃತ ವಂದೇ ಭಗವಂತ ಗುರುರಾತ್ಮೇದಿ ಮೂರ್ತಿಭೇದ ವಿಭಾಗಿನೆ ವ್ಯೋಮವ್ಯಾಪ್ತೇಹಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ನಮಃ ಓಮಿತ್ಯೇತದಕ್ಷರಮುದ್ಗೀತಮುಪಾಸೀತ ಓಮಿತಿಗಾಯತೆ ಮಧ್ವಾದಿಷು ಅಸಂಭವಾಧಿಕಾರ ಜೈಮಿನಿ ಜ್ಯೋತಿಷಿ ಭಾವಾಚಾದರಾಯಣ ಅಧಿಕಾರಸ್ಯಾಧಿಕಾರಿಟ್ನೆಸ್ಟ್ in madhuvidya and such other meditations and knowledge they may not be qualified because they are the objects of meditation however when it comes to brahma vidya they definitely have the adhikara <coughs> so this reasoning that brahma vidya devadi na adhikaroti that brahma vidya is not available for the devatas because they are not qualified ವಿದ್ಯಾತ್ವಾತ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಇಸ್ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಮಧ್ವಾದಿ ವಿದ್ಯಾಧಿವತ ಲೈಕ್ ಮಧುವಿದರ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಆರ್ಗ್ಯುಮೆಂಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಇಸ್ ಬೀಂಗ್ ರೆಫ್ಯೂಟೆಡ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಬೈ ಸೇಯಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಸೊ ವಾಟ್ ರಿಕ್ವೈರ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಈಸ್ ಅರ್ಥಿತ್ವ ಸಾಮರ್ಥ್ಯ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಅಪ್ರತಿಷೇಧ ಅಪ್ರತಿಷೇಧ ದಟ್ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಶುಡ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಅರ್ಥಿತ್ವ ಎ ಡಿಸೈರ್ for the result that this particular knowledge gives so brahma vidya also is knowledge madhu vidya also is knowledge one is knowledge of what we call realization which sakshatkara other is the knowledge of seeing the aparoksha gnana but both are knowledge so one should have the interest or the desire for the fruits of the knowledge one should have the requisite qualifications for pursuing that knowledge and one should not be fall in the category of the one who is debarred from pursuing that knowledge and in case of brahma vidya so vairagya brahmacharya so these are the qualifications that are required as long as these qualifications are there one is qualified for brahma vidya and just because a person is not qualified for some knowledge such as madhu vidya does not mean that a person is not qualified for any knowledge just because a brahmana is not qualified to perform rajasu yagna does not mean that he cannot perform bruhaspati sava suddenly nobody is qualified for everything and there is nothing for which nobody is qualified also tatrayu nyaya satrabi bhavishyade so just as even all human beings 
who have the fitness of Brahma Vidya, even those human beings also, they are not qualified for everything. And so also just because devatas are not qualified for a certain knowledge, does not mean that they are not qualified for any knowledge. Wherever the fitness is, they are qualified for that knowledge. <coughs> and Bhashyakara here quotes passages from Shruti Smriti. So, Brahma Vidyam Cha Prakritya Bhavati Dasharam Shrautam Dehadi Adhikarasya Suchakam Devadi That Devutas and others are Adhikara for Brahma Vidya suggesting that Linga and so we would indicate remark suggesting that Devutas and others also Adhikara that Yoyo Devanam etc. that Brahmadarani Kaparanjya says whoever among Devutas came to know Brahman in the self and among the rushis and among the human beings, they became all. <coughs> also, how asuras are also qualified, because among the devatas, indra, among asuras, varochana, they approached prajapati, saying that, okay, we should investigate into the knowledge and nature of the self, because knowing the self, one attains everything. <coughs> Smartamapi. And so also in the Smriti, such as in Mahabharata, Gandharva, Yagnivalke, Samvadali, like the dialogue between Gandharva, Vishwavasu and Yagnivalke. <coughs> Kimatra, Brahma, Amrutam, etc. So, this Gandharva, Vishwasu asks of Yagnivalke, what's the nature of this Brahman, which is immortal? <coughs> this is how Yagnivalke is reporting to Janaka. Actually, dialogue is between <coughs> Yajnavalka and King Janaka, where Yajnavalka <coughs> you know, relates his past experiences as to how Gandharva once came to him, Vishwasu, and thinking like this, asked him these questions. <coughs> then it was said, Jyotishi Bhavacha, that the word Asurya, Chandra, Aditya, these are conventionally used by people in the sense of the spheres of light and that they are insentient, they don't have body and therefore devutas are insentient, they don't have body. He says, well, even though it is true that the words Aditya and such as like Agni are used for spheres of light. <coughs> Tathapi, even then, Aditya Deo Devata Vachanaha Shabdaha Chetanavantam Aishwarya Devupetam Tamtam Devatatmanam api samarpayanti. So, those words, so it is true that they do refer to a sphere of light, however, they also refer to devatas, individual and deities who are possessed of special powers. <coughs> and they were possessed of also special individuality and possessed of, therefore, a vigraha body and weapons, etc. <coughs> So, what's the source of your knowledge that devatas possess vigraha or a body? Mantra arthavada adishu. In the mantra arthavada, in the mantras such as vajjahastha purandaraha, arthavada, drudraha, arodit and things like that, we find that devatas are described as having a body, having weapons, having powers. <coughs> Astihi Aishwara Yogad Devutanam Jyotiradi At Su Jyotiradi Atma Bhishya Vasthatam Yathishtam Cha 
tam tam vigraham grahitam samarthyam. Because devutas are possessed of special powers. Therefore, yes, they can remain as spheres of light, such as Surya, Chandra, etc. At the same time, they also have the powers to take whatever form they want at their will. Tathai shruyate subbamani arthavade. Thus we find this in Arthavada. So mantra and Arthavada are cited by Vashyakara as evidence that the devatas have vigraha and special powers. Medha tithe meshayri indra agacha. Hey Indra, you who are the ram of sage Medha tithe, come. Medha tithim ha karnvayanam indro mesho bhutva jahara. So thus, it is said this in his, uh, what is it, Sadvimsa Brahmana, as to how Indra, having become a ram, carried this Medhatsai, Sage Medhatsai, meaning that Indra has the capability, the power of assuming whatever form he wants, including that of a ram. Well, that's okay for Indra. How are other devatas? Well, Smariyatecha, says Mahabharata, Aditya, Purusho Bhutva, Kuntim Upajagama, how Aditya became a human being and approached Kunti. And similarly also Dharmaraja and Vayu and Ashwini Kumaro and Indra and so forth. <coughs> also, that there are these two amshas or two aspects, Chetana and Achetana, Jada and Chetana. So Mrudadishwapi, Chetana Adishthatara Abhivagamyante. With everything there are two aspects, Adishthata and Adishthaya, the presiding deity and that which is presided upon. So just as in our personality also, this body is presided upon by the conscious being that dwells this body. So thus that is the sentient aspect of every insentient thing. This is what the Vedas say, that for every insentient thing there is a sentient aspect. For every unconscious thing, there is a conscious aspect. So, Mruda Adishwapi, even in such things as earth and water, etc., Chetanaha Adishthatara Abhivagamyande, we do accept that for earth, water, etc., there are the conscious presiding deities. Where do you find this? Mrut Abhravid, Apaha Bhruvan Ityadishu Dashanad, that the earth said, the water said, that, that refers to the conscious presiding deities. So that is the conscious aspect of the earth, etc. The unconscious or insentient aspect also. Jyotiradestu bhutadhatoho adityadishu achetanatvam abhivagamyate. For the sun, of course, when it comes to sphere of light, we accept that that is, in, is insentient. But corresponding to the insentient sphere of light, there is also the sentient or conscious deity. Chitanastu Adishthataraha Devatatmanaha Mantra Arthavadadi Vyavaharadi Dyuktam. You said that Mantra Arthavadadi Vyavahara. From this Vyavahara of Mantra and Arthavada utterances, we said that there are also the Adishthata meaning that the presiding deities of those corresponding principles. <coughs> so, Jyotishi Bhavacha, so that has been now replied here. Yadavyuktam, 
mantrarthavadayo anyarthatvat. So Purupakshi and the Siddhanti argued. Look, mantrarthavada describes devatas having vigraha, like vajrahastha, purandaha, sarodhi, etc. And so they have these five aspects. The vigraha also, then they have the, they also enjoy the oblations that are offered to you. They become pleased also. <coughs> they have the substantial powers and they also give rise to the result of actions. So this is how the devatas possesses five aspects. <coughs> so Purupakshi said that mantra and arthavada cannot be cited as independent pramana. <coughs> So, now, this is what is meant by independent pramana is being discussed here. That arthavada, arthavada is a statement of praise or censure. And that is meant for supporting a certain vidhi. So, when arthavada is a statement praising something, in itself it is not a pramanam from the Vedic standpoint, but it becomes pramanam or the valid means of knowledge by way of having the same purport as the vidhi. Over there is statement of censure on Ninda, then it is the same purport as this statement of Nisheda. This, these Vakyas, every word of Veda is Pramanam, but in different ways. So Mantra and then Brahmana and there also Vidhi Nishvidhi and Arthavada and then there is Anuvada. <coughs> so these are the different categories in which different passages of Vedas are divided. And then mantra, of course. <coughs> so mantras also do not have independent pramanyam. They have validity in as much as they are employed in performing rituals. And arthavada have validity in as much as they are connected having the same purport as vidhi. They do not have independent pramanyam. It is accepted. But still they have pramanyam in something, you know. So that's what Bhashyakara now takes up here. Yadavyuktam. That you have said, mantra arthavadayo, anyarthatvat, since mantras are anyartha, meaning that they do not have an independent contribution to make. Mantras do not make an independent contribution, their, their contribution is by way of being a part of ritual. Arthavada also do not contribute, what is meant by pramana? Independent contribution. So, according to Mimamsakas, Vidhis, Vakyas have independent contribution of Mahavakyas. Others have dependent contribution. Therefore, they are called Mahavakyas, Vakyas. These are called secondary statements. So, Vidhi Vakyas are primary statements. Rest are all secondary statements, Avantara Vakya, by way of having the same purport as the Vidhi Vakya. <coughs> so, Mantra and Arthavada, according to Mimamsakas, do not have independent contribution to make. Why? Because according to them, the only contribution Vedas make is by enjoining karma, by enjoining or commanding you to perform the daily and obligated duties, etc. So that's the contribution of Vedas. And other than that, those which do not directly enjoy an action, they do not have an independent contribution. <coughs> so this was the argument used by saying that you should not take seriously what the mantras and arthavada say. They may say anything. Should not be because they do not have independent contribution. So, anyarthatva, that's called anyarthatvam, swartham and prayartham. So, swartatvam, anyarthatvam. Independent contribution and contribution by way of being part or being associated with something else. 
So, Prime Minister contributes independently, let us say. The Prime Minister, Secretary, etc. contributes by way of Prime Minister, you know. <coughs> Therefore, what that fellow says cannot be taken as an independent or authentic statement. What the Prime Minister says is to be taken as the independent, I mean, authentic statement. If this fellow makes his own personal view, they will declare next day, you know, whatever this minister said that we do not agree with, that is his personal view. That's not our, the view of the cabinet. And so, the cabinet has the authenticity, not this individual fellow. Never this fellow who is Tharoor, whatever, what is his name, you know. <laughs> yeah. He can say all kinds of things, you know, and then, then this boss who is Krishna, he disowns him, he says, no, that is his independent statement, and then what I say is valid. And if he says something that is out of policy, the Prime Minister, what I say is valid. In case Prime Minister something, then Sonia will say what I say is valid, you know, and whatever. So anyway, <coughs> and therefore, you cannot take as serious, you cannot seriously take what the mantra and Arthavada say. That's the idea here. So then, now we are on the page 270. <coughs> So, as Ratnabhava said, mantradikam padashaktya bhasamana vigrahadu svartena pramanam. So, mantrashaktya bhasamana vigrahadu. By mantrashakti, so, by shabda padashaktya, by the word, the strength of the word, like vajrahastha purandaraha. So, vajrahastha say that he is wielding a, a thunderbolt. Arodit says that he wept. So therefore this pada or these words convey, they have the power to convey the meaning. But then, so bhasamana vigrahadavu, they convey the idea, notion that the indra, the indra, the rudra, these devatas have vigraha and other aspects. Swarthena pramanam, but these statements are not pramanam independently. Anya paratvat, they are all pramanam by way of supporting the vidhi, and they have don't don't have independent pramanyam. Visham bhungshvaidi vakyavat. Now visham bhungshvaidi is what, you know? Idea is that don't eat at this fellow's place. So if you eat there, it's as good as eating poison. So there the word poison is not to be taken in the primary sense. Because this person's house, I don't know, is prohibited, what we were told, don't go and, don't eat with those fellows and don't drink water there, etc. That's how we were also brought up, you know. Whatever. And so, he's threatened, he says, Vishambhumshva. So, eating there is as good as eating poison. So, that word Visha does not mean poison. It means something else. It prohibits this fellow from doing something. So, that statement is meant to support, its purport is uh, in the Nishayad Vakya. So just as Visha is not to be taken as Visha. So word Visha or poison has a Shakti. That it conveys the meaning of poison. But in that one here, the word Visha is not to be taken as poison. So, Shabda Shaktiya Bhasamanam. So what appears by the power of the word is not to be taken literally. <coughs> this is, this is what the Purupakshi says. Then, then Vedanta will point out that the Arthavadas are a different kind. What you said here, Visham Bhungshva also is Arthavada. And there you are right that that word cannot be taken literally. 
it has to be interpreted by lakshana vritti you have to interpret that as prohibiting something prohibiting eating in some place etc that's why lakshana vritti so some arthavadas convey meaning by lakshana vritti as they'll say aditya yupah yupah means sacrificial post aditya is son sacrificial post is son now it contradicts our knowledge you know by other means of knowledge by because you perceive the sun to be what it is and this is not sun there is a, there is a overt or evident contradiction in that case the word aditya is not to be taken literally by lakshanavrutti you interpret that by saying that this sacrificial post is very bright is effulgent is shining because they the sacrificial post is wooden post and they uh, apply ghee to that you know and it is installed nearby the uh, the fire altar so the flames get reflected and that sacrificial post appears very bright and so somebody said it is sun now there is a praise that sacrificial post and praise the sacrifice and whatever <clears throat> meaning that that post must be there it is for praising that <clears throat> so these are the statements as we will say where shabda shakti the meaning conveyed literal meaning conveyed by word is not to be taken literally the interpretation is by lakshana vritti but then all arthavadas are not like that there are arthavadas where you take that literally also vajrahastha purandara indra wields weapon called thunderbolt now that is to be taken literally as it is so different category of arthavada bhuta arthavada etc so keeping that in mind bhashyakar argues here says ratna prabha anya paradapi vakyad bad abhave swartha grahya anya paradapi vakyad even the vakya does not serve its own purpose serve the purpose of some vidhi etc still bad abhave as long as that vakya says something which is does not contradict the knowledge from other means of knowledge as i said visham bhungshwa eat poison that definitely contradicts the pratyaksha pramanam this is not poison it is being called poison so then there is a badan aditya yupah that is sacrificial post is sun naturally contradicts evidently contradicts so there is a badan but when such a badan is not there bad abhave vajrahastah purandar for example bad abhave then swartha then you to take the word then that word conveys the meaning that it does convey in that case vajrahasta one wielding thunderbolt in hand that is to be taken literally so where bad abhave where the statement does not contradict the knowledge gained from other means of knowledge then you can take that word literally so it is not that we cannot take literally what a mantra says what arthavada says in some cases we can take it literally when it does not contradict the knowledge that we gain from other means of knowledge <clears throat> like pratyaksha is a pramana so we can see perceive this yupa the sacrificial post and know that it is not sun so it contradicts that in that case we cannot take that avad aditya literally but where we can, when it does not contradict we can take it literally also <clears throat> and so 
pramanya of that kind is very beautiful point here. So swartha grahya hai. Not that that statement vajrasta purandara becomes a pramanam in terms of conveying an independent, making an independent contribution does not. But still the statement is to be taken literally. You know, in that sense it is pramanam. <coughs> Atra Brumahati. So Bhashakara says. Atra Brumaha. Pratyaya Pratyauhi. Sadbhava. Sadbhava Yoho Karanam. Na Anyarsatvam. Ananyarsatvam va. Atra Brumaha. To this, we have to say this. See how the Vedans are educating the Mimam. They educate everybody. Here is an education of Mimamsakas also. And so Sankhya, Nanyayika, all of them. You have to be on the top of all of them. To educate somebody, you must know more than what they know. And then you must know where their problems are, where they, the faults in the thinking, all of these you should know. Then alone you can educate somebody, or you cannot. <coughs> so says, well, Pratyaya apratyaya. Pratyaya means cognition. Whether a given word produces cognition, which is in keeping with what the word says, apratyaya means lack of cognition. Sadbhava asadbhava ho karanam. Sadbhava, whether thing is there, asadbhava, whether it is not there. Vishambhunkshva, for example, says Vishambhunkshva, eat poison. Now when something is there which is not poison, then pratyaya, that object does not create the cognition of poison. Even though the word poison is used, it does not create the cognition of poison. Even though the word aditya is used, does not create cognition of aditya. So pratyaya is not there. But agnir himasveshajam, the fire is the antidote for cold. Then the word fire creates you can see that the fire actually is an antidote for cold. So word fire creates a cognition of fire. Then you cannot say that just because you stayed in Arthavada, there is no fire there. So what Arthavada says, it does not contradict this time, what knowledge that we gain by the conventional means of knowledge. In that case, that word can be taken literally. That the word fire can be taken literally as fire. Because it does not contradict perception. That, that object creates the cognition of fire. So the word fire used for that object literally conveys the meaning. And so whether this statement serves the purpose of vidhi or it is an independent contribution is not the point. Point is whether we can take literally what the statement says. So sadbhav asadbhav Whether a thing is there or not, there the proof is in the evidence. If it creates a cognition, then it's the evidence that it is there. It does not create cognition, it is not there. When you say shashashranga, the horn of a hare or horn of a rabbit, let us say horn of a rabbit, then it does not create the cognition. Then we cannot take that word literally. So shashashranga cannot be taken to mean the what it says because it, there is no pratyaya, there is no cognition there. <coughs> but when you say the hair of a rabbit, then of course you have to take it literally because it does create a cognition. 
So not only, this is a general rule, not in Arthavada or anywhere. Wherever a word, wherever a cognition corresponds to a word, then we take the word, literal meaning of the word, wherever the cognition does not correspond to the word, then we have to take some different meaning, like Lakshanavrutti, maybe an implied meaning. So Gangayam Ghosha, there is this, uh, this hamlet, you know, on the Ganga. Now hamlet means a little village of the cowherd people. So since it cannot be on the Ganga, Ganga means the flow of the flowing water is called Ganga. And there cannot be a village on the water. So then you interpret the word Ganga as a Ganga Tira, as a bank of the Ganges. And not Samudra Tira again, you know, not any bank. Only what is Shakya Sambandha, what is connected. So the bank of the Ganga is, is taken because the word, this does not create the cognition. So when you look at that village, you don't find Ganga there. And then you interpret the word by Lakshana Vrutti. So of course that's the Lakshana. But the idea is that where you take Lakshana, where the word does not create the cognition. Where it does, this is Ganga. And if it's Ganga, then it's Ganga. And so then you take the word literally. This is the idea. <coughs> so that is the criterion. Whether a word conveys the meaning, the criterion is whether it creates the right cognition or not. Na anyartatpam, ananyartatpam va. Whether this is a principal statement or a secondary statement is not the criterion. Criterion is whether a word creates the cognition corresponding to the object. See, Ratna Brava, tat pariyashunye piyarthe pratyamatrena astitum udaharati. So, idea is that Arthavada does not have independent Tatpariya. Mantra does not have independent Tatpariya. Like Saharodit, the Rudra wept, that statement does not have an independent purport, independent contribution. Its Tatpariya is connected to everything. So, this, this statement becomes a gateway, you know, of conveying some other Tatpariya of Vidhi. <coughs> but then still, even then if Rudra wept, then he wept. If he did not weep, of course, then you take it by Lakshanavratti. That means Lakshanavratti was, Rudra was very unhappy. You know, he was displeased. That's how you to understand. And so if you do this and Rudra gets displeased, so don't do that. Do what pleases Rudra. So that's how the Vidhi initiated the there. <coughs> So, Tatpariya Shunya Pyarthe. So, even though a Vakya does not have any independent purport, still Pratyamatrana. But then what it says may be true, but then it does not convey anything, uh, you know, in, independently. Astitva Mudaharati, how a thing is, is being illustrated of Hashyakara Tathahe. Tathahe Anyarthamapi Prasthitaha Patipatitam Trunapananadi Asti Ityeva Pratipadyade Tathahi to illustrate. Anyatami Prastita, a fellow is going somewhere. What is this Tatpariya? He is going to a given village. So a person is walking along a path. Tatpariya's purpose is to reach a certain village, a destination. Patipatitam on the way, he finds, on the path, Pathi means on the path, 
Trunaparanadi, he finds grass, he finds leaves. So taking walk on the trail, you find some grass there, leaves there, you know. Now you are not going there to see grass and leaves. Your purpose of walking there is not to see grass. It could be. In this case it is not. But see the leaves. What is the purpose? Purpose is to take a walk. So while taking a walk, so you are taking a walk for a different purpose or leisure or for health reasons or whatever it is. You happen to see a tree there. On the way, happen to see a flower, happen to see some grass. So even though the grass, your purpose is not this grass and tree, but you see the grass, so then grass is there. So existence of grass cannot be denied because you don't care for grass. Existence of tree cannot be denied because you, the purpose is not the tree. Your purpose is something else. So your purpose can be different, but still, whatever by the way you see is still there. So Trunaparanadi Asti, because it creates the cognition of grass, creates cognition of leaves, etc. Asti itiva pratipadyade. And therefore, a person accepts that there is this thing. That's what happens. You know, Swamiji, when I was taking a walk, I found this thing there. You know, we had better look at that thing. There was some tap was open and the water was leaking or the pipe is leaking. And, and So that was not the intention. You went there for something else, for plucking flowers. And by the way, you found also the pipe is leaking. So even though the purpose is not to look for leaking pipe, that you found it, that means leaking pipe is. So existence of leaking pipe is established because you see it, it creates a cognition. Whether that is what you wanted or not. <coughs> So this is what Bhashyakara says. Then says Ratnabrava, Trunadu Pratyah Asti Vigrahadavucha Nastiti Vaishamyam Shankate. So you are giving example of grass, leaf, etc. So Pratyah Asti because it, because it is, you can perceive that and therefore you can say that the grass is there, leaf is, leaves are there. Vigrahadavanasti. But you don't see Indra, you don't see Aditya, the Devatas, you don't see. So, your, that Devata is there, and Devata is such and such, that conclusion is totally dependent upon some passages called Mantra or Savada. You don't see them. So, the conclusion they would arrive at in establishing existence of grass and leaf, that criterion, namely perception, cannot be cited with reference to Devadas because there is no perception. Vaishamim, therefore, your realization is not apt. So that's what the Purupakshi says. Atra aha Vishama upanyasaha Your realization is inept. Yeah? Or analogy and, you know, the compare inept. <coughs> not appropriate. Why? Then continues, Tatrahi Trunaparanadi Vishayam Pratyaksham Pravruttamasti Yena Tadastitvam Pratipadyade Atrapunaha Vidyuddeshikavakya Bhavena Stutyarthe Arthavade Naparthagarthena Vrtantvishaya Pravatihi Shakya Adhyavasatum 
Look, your illustration is not appropriate. Tatrahi, in the case of illustration, Truna Paranadivisham Pratyaksham Pravruttamasti. There, the sense organs have a direct contact with objects such as grass, leaf, etc. And they were yena tadastitvam pratipadyate because of which the existence of grass, leaf, etc., leaves, etc. is established. So, there there is perception. Your organs of perception have a direct contact with their objects, so the perception takes place. Atrapunaha, but here, in case of devatas, atrapunaha, vidhi uddesha ekavakya bhavena. What is vidhi uddesha? So, says Atnabra, vidyuddesha vidhivakyam. So, vidhivakya, a given vakya, which is vidhi or injunction. So, vidhi uddesha ekavakya bhavena. Now, here when we talk of arthavada, such as vajrahastha purandaraha, such as the Indra wielding the thunderbolt there. <coughs> that Vakya does not have independent purport. Its purport is by supporting the a sudden vidhi. So what they call a, a ek Vakyata. Ek Vakyata means conveying the same purport. So here a statement says Vajrasta Purandaraha and a corresponding vidhi, both of them convey the same purport. Ek Vakyata. And so Vajrasa Purandara does not have a purport of its own. It can be the same purport as a Vidhi. And that being the case, like Saharodit, that Rudra wept does not have an independent purport. It is purport by a Vidhi in as much as the Dakshina of gold must be given. <coughs> so the Purupakshi says that here, a statement suggests Saharodit that only enjoys the same purport as a vidhivakya. And therefore, stutyarthe, or in this case, nindartham. So, arthavada is either for stuti, praising, or for condemning something. Arthavade na partha arthena vruttandivishaya pravruti shakya. One vakya should convey only one purport and not two things. Therefore, Purupakshi says that the arthavada vakya conveys the purport that is conveyed by the vidhivakya. A mantra conveys the purport that is conveyed by the ritual. Therefore, you cannot say that it also conveys something else. It does not convey an independent purport. It conveys only the same purport as a vidhivakya. So, parthak arthena. So, independent artha the purport of its own. Vidhivakya does not have an independent purport of its own. Therefore, you cannot use that sentence to say that Indra is or Vajrahastha is because it is meant only to support the Vidhi. It's, an, it's a secondary uh, Vantar Vakya. is meant to support only the Vidhi Vakya. Therefore, that Vakya cannot be utilized to arrive at the conclusion that Indra is or Vajrahastha is. Therefore, Vrittanda Vishaya Pravrti. Vrittanda means what is existing. So, it's, you cannot have, interpret, use that sentence for arriving at the conclusion of some existing, existence of some existing thing. <coughs> so, vruttandvishaya pravrutti adhivasadam nashakya. Therefore, you, that sentence cannot be used for establishing the existence of something. <coughs> it is only used for establishing purport and not anything else. This is the argument here. <coughs> now, 
It's a very interesting thing here. Says further. Says Ratnavarva. So Vidyuddesha Vidivakyam. That ek vakyataya. That means so Vidivakya ek vakyataya. So Vidivakya ek vakyataya. Prashastu Vidhi. Itiheva Arthavadeshu Pratyaya. So when you read a statement of Arthavada, what cognition it creates? So does it create the cognition of Indra or Vajrastha or does it create the cognition of the purport of that Vidhi? So the Arthavada and Mantras are also Vakyas. But then they enjoy the same purport as Vidhi Vakya or other Vakya. Prashasto Vidhi. So here you find that the Vidhi is praised here. That's all the cognition you get. So when you read the Arthavada, what Pratyaya you get? Hey, this Vakya praises the Vidhi. That's all. You don't get other Pratyaya that such a thing is there or not. You follow? You get only one Pratyaya from one Vakya. Idi Arthavadeshu Pratyaya. So Arthavadas create that Pratyaya. In case of Trunaparana, the Pratyaya is that this is Trunaparana. In case of Arthavada Vakya, the Pratyaya is that this is the purport, that this is the praise, this is the censure, this is Stuti, this is Ninda. That's all you see. You don't have any other cognition from there. Therefore, Vruttanta Vishaya Pravrutti Adhyavasadam Nashakya so what is vrittanta bhutartha an existing thing maratnava says vrittanta is bhutartha an existing thing vigraha in this particular case vigraha etc and weapon etc of a devata tad vishaya pratyah nasti so that that arthavada vakya does not create the pratyah of the existence of a devata it creates pratyah of stuti or ninda that's all it does so you said, Rupakshi says, you said pratyaya, cognition, is a proof of existence of a thing. In that you quoted this Trunaparana, etc., this cognition, so that's a proof of existence of Trunaparana. That is grass and leaves. However, Rupakshi says, when you listen to or read Arthavada Vakya, what pratyaya it creates, what cognition it creates, hey, this is Tuti, this is Ninda, that's all it does. It does not create cognition that Indra is or was or what it is, you know. And that very pratyaya is the, is the proof. In that case, here pratyaya is of only stuti and not of an existing thing. See, that number further, nanu avantara vakyena vigrahadi pratyaya astu ityadi iti. So, pura Vedanti says, okay, as far as purport is concerned, this vakya does not have independent purport. But the Vakya is independent meaning. Vajrastha Purandara is a Vakya is an independent meaning. And therefore, Avantara Vakya is called one secondary Vakya. Vigrahadi Pratyastu. That at least we have the cognition of Vigraha, of the, the body of, the, of Indra or Devata, etc. Why not? Then, Purupakshi gives an example of Mahavakya and Avantara Vakya. Nahi Mahavakya Artha Pratyayake Avantara Vakyasya Prathak Pratyayakatvam Asti Yatha Nasuram Pibeda 
नाक्ये पदत्रयसंबंधापतिषेध अवगम्य पुनः महावाक्यालहोल you know na suram this must be ved vakya apparently you know so that must be going on in the vedic times also isn't it otherwise why should you say that why should you say one should not drink alcohol because people may be drinking there may be alcohol available at that time also you know yesterday our manjiman told us that in the olden days in the days of sushrut for example when you wanted to perform some surgery minor surgery so how do you give them the anesthesia so then they will give them a lot of alcohol wine so much wine the fellow becomes unconscious he doesn't have no conscious of pain of the surgery that's going on so they were using that for making them unconscious <coughs> anyway so nasuram pibe one should not drink alcohol now this is called mahavakya meaning a sentence as a whole consisting of three words nasuram pibe इति महावाक्य अर्थ प्रत्यायक है दिस हो वाक्य दिस सेंटेंस एज अ होल कन्वेज अ मीनिंग दैट वन शुड नॉट ड्रिंक अल्कोहल अवांतर वाक्य से पृथक प्रत्यायकत्व नास्ति देन दिस वन पार्ट ऑफ द सेंटेंस सो द कंपोनेंट ऑफ पार्ट ऑफ द सेंटेंस डू नॉट कन इंडिपेंडेंट मीनिंग यू नो सो सुराम विवेक द ही गिव्स एग्जांपल यथा न सुराम विवेदति ननवति वाक्य this vakya contains a na meaning that it contains a nakara or negative to so, na suram pibet one should not drink alcohol iti naivati vakya or sentence possessing this nakara or negation padatraya sambandhat swarapana pratishedah eva ek artha avagamyate so padatraya sambandhat by the association or the syntactical connection combination of three words न सुराम पिबे सुरापान प्रतिषेदेवगम्यते सो वट्स अर्थ वट्स मीनिंग दट यू अरइव दट दिस स्टेटमेंट सेज दैट दिस निगेट्स और प्रोहिबिट्स दी ड्रिंकिंग ऑफ अल्कोहल सो दिस स्टेटमेंट ओनली कन्वेज वन मीनिंग दैट इट प्रोहिबिट्स ड्रिंकिंग ऑफ अल्कोहल वेन यू टेक ऑल द थ्री वर्ड्स एंड कनेक्ट दैम एज ए सेंटेंस इज मेन्ट यू नो इज दर मेन्ट टू बी कनेक्टेड इन द सेंटेंस so this one sentence only conveys one meaning now you cannot take only components of the sentence you na you leave aside suram pibet so you can say that this one also is suram pibet so na puna suram pibet idi padadvaya sambandhat you cannot take only two words of the sentence suram and pibet and connect those two words and arrive at the meaning that this vakya also says that you drink alcohol you know so surapan vidhi so you cannot take the statement as a nisheda and vidhi na suram pibet one should not drink alcohol is nisheda suram pibet may one drink alcohol is vidhi 
So you cannot take this sentence to have two meanings. That is nisheda as well as vidhi. You know, you cannot have that say. You cannot have these two interpretations. <coughs> Says Ratna Prabha. Surapana pratyobi syadini bhavaha. So, vidhi api means what? Surapana pratyobi So, if you just connect these two words, suram and pivet, then will this vakya give these two pratyayas or not? So, when you hear this statement, na suram pivet, one should not ring alcohol. What pratyaya? What cognition does that vakya create in you? It creates the cognition that this is a prohibition. This prohibits drinking alcohol. It does not also create the cognition that it says drink alcohol. You're, in your mind, you do not connect just the two words, suram, pibet, and then arrive at the cognition that this vakya also says that you, uh, one can drink alcohol. You know? So, surapana pratyaya. So, surapana nisheda pratyaya is there. But not surapana vidhi pratyaya does not happen. Padaika vakyatva, vakyaika vakyatva, vaishamyat, maeva mitya. Now Vashyakara says, your illustration also is not apt. You know? So, when Siddhan's illustration was pratyaya, so he quoted something else for pratyaya. But your illustration is not apt. Because padaika vakyata and vakyaika vakyata. Padaika vakyata, enjoying the same purport. So, what is padaika vakyata? There is one vakya like na suram pivet. There are different pada or words are there. Na suram and pivet. So these three words enjoy. Ek vakya da, Same purport with reference to this vakya. So pada ek vakya da, Where the words enjoy this, the same meaning which a sentence conveys. Then this na and sura and pivet. They do not convey independent meanings. They convey meanings by way of being a part of the whole sentence. And therefore... In combination they convey the meaning. So this is called Pada Eka Vakyata. Then this Vakya Eka Vakyata. There are two Vakyas. One Vakya is what? The Arthavada Vakya. Like Saharodid, that he wept. Other Vakya is what? So that, what is it? Uh, the uh, the Surana Dakshina, what is it? Barishi Rajatam Nadeyat. Okay. Barishi Rajatam Nadeyat. And though one should not give Rajatam or the silver as a Dakshina. So now Saharodit does not convey. What does it convey? It only conveys the Pratyaya that this is a censure, a Ninda. For what? Rajata Dakshina. Therefore, Saharodit does not convey an independent meaning or Pratyaya. So Vakya ek Vakya. Saharodit is one Vakya and Bharishi Rajatam Nadeyat another Vakya. So they actually ek vakya, I mean same purport is enjoyed by them, vakya ek vakya. Na suram vivet pada ek vakya. Here vakya ek vakya. When two vakya, the two sentences enjoy the same purport, then you say that there is vakya ek vakya. When several words enjoy the same purport, then you say shabda ek vakya. So the illustration he gave is what? what? Pada ek vakya. Na suram vivet. But our discussion is Vakya Eka Vakya That here is the Arthavada Vakya and Vidhi Vakya. So this is what we are talking about. Therefore, your illustration is not apt. So our discussion is about Vakya Eka Vakya 
your illustration is, our discussion is vakya ega vakya da. Your illustration is pada ega vakya da. Therefore, your illustration is not apt. This is what Bhashyakara says. Atra uchyade visham upanyasaha To this we have to say that your illustration is not apt, is not appropriate. Why? Says further. Yuktam yat surapana pratishedhe padan vayasya ekatvat avantaravakyarthasya agrahanam Yuktam. In the case that you have cited, surapana pratishedhe, in that particular sentence, na surampeved, padadva so, pada anvayascha ekatvat. There are all the three pada, all the three words na surampevet ekatvat because they are syntactically combined and therefore they convey a meaning as a whole. Avandara vakyasvakyarthasya grahanam. Therefore, you cannot take also the same sentence conveying other meaning, surampevet, by excluding one word. So, that is not right. So, that is true. That when a sentence as a whole conveys a meaning, then it cannot simultaneously convey also, the parts cannot convey an independent meaning. So parts of a sentence cannot convey independent meaning, a sentence conveys independent meaning as a whole. So that is okay in that illustration. However, further it says, Vidyudeshartavadayostu Arthavadasthani padani Prathak anvayam Vrattanda vishyam Pratipadya Anantaram Kaimarthya vashena Kamam Videhe Stavakattvam pratipadyante Vidyuddesha meaning Vidhivakya and Arthavada so these two vakyas are Vidhivakya Barishi Rajatam Nadeyat that's na, nadeyam, nadeyam. And so, that's the nisheda vakya, vidyo nisheda. And saharodit is the arthavada vakya. <coughs> so, when, when it comes to these two vakyas, <coughs> so how does this arthavada, saharodit, how does it actually convey the same purport as that pratisheda, nisheda of the rajata? How does it? First of all, it conveys its own meaning. And then it creates the idea that this is this is prohibition, this is the censuring of the giving the rajata as dakshina. So Vashikara says, Vidyuddesha Arthavada Yostu, Arthavadasthani Padani. The words which are there in the sentence called Arthavada, like Saha Arodit, Pruthak Anvayam Vrittandavisham Pratipadya. They have their own anvaya, they have their own meaning, literal meaning, where Rudra wept. So, Vrittanta Visham Pratipadya. They give us a Vrittanta. They tell us what happened, how Rudra wept. So, first of all, this Arthavada, words of the Arthavada, convey an independent meaning because Arthavada also is a sentence as a whole. Even though it is not a primary sentence, it is sentence nevertheless. It being the sentence, the words convey independent meaning. So, first you understand the meaning of the sentence of Arthavada. The Rudra wept. 
Then Anantaram. Kaimartha Vashena. They say, why? Why is it being told? Why should you do that? So Kimartham. Kaimartha is what? Kimarthata. Kimartham. What for? So then question arises, why did Rudra weep? Saharodit. So first we understand that Rudra wept. Then you ask the question, why? What is the purpose? Then you look for purpose somewhere else. So, Bareshi Rajatam Nadeyam. Then you say, hey, this, this negation, this Vidhi says here, or this Nishida says that in the, in the particular Yaga, the Rajata or silver should not be given as Dakshina. So then, Kaimar Thevashena, because the sentence creates this question, why? Why did this happen? Then you look for an answer. Kamam vides tavakattvam pradipadyante. And then only those words, that meaning, says, oh, this is only the stuti of something or the, the, the ninda of something. In this case, ninda of giving the rajata. So then you understand this is ninda statement. So therefore, his purport is by way of doing the censuring of the rajata dakshina and by way of enjoining the suvana dakshina. So in that sense it is not an independent purport, but it has independent meaning. So independent meaning is one thing, independent purport is another thing. In case of one vakya, both are the same. The components of a sentence have the same, have no independent meaning, no independent purport. When it comes to two vakyas, they have independent meaning even though they don't have independent purport. You understand, if you understand this, then that is the difference between the illustration and the subject and discussion. <coughs> so, Vidyuddesha Arthavada Yostu, Arthavada Sthani Padani, Prathak Anvayam, Vrittanavisham Pradipadya. They have their own Anvaya syntactical combination and they convey a meaning of their own. Anantaram. Then later on, a question arises because that's why Mimamsaka says that this Vakya doesn't have independent pramanya because it has no independent contribution. So why should, why did Rudra weep? You know, how does it, con- what connection does it have with some, with some ritual? So you look for some connection with the vidhi of the ritual. Then Kaman, as possible, as much as possible, vidhyas tavakattvam pratipadyante. Then these Vakyas gain the, become the Stuti or Ninda for Vidhi and Nishayana. <coughs> Says uh, Ratna Prabha, Naipadam ekam yada suram pibeti di padabhyam anveti, tada padaika vakyam ekam ekam eva arthanubhavam karoti. Naipadam, in the sentence, na suram pibeti. Nayapadam means that negative particle na. Ekam, one, yada suram pivetiti padabhyam anveti. When that one word na is combined syntactically with the other two words suram piveti, then tada pada ekavakyam ekamevarthanavam karoti. Then tada pada, then there is pada ekavakyada. Then these words create one. Uh, consistent meaning that one should not drink alcohol. Nudu padadvayam prasuk surapanam bodhati that suram pebet those two words do not independently convey meaning that one should drink alcohol also. Tasse vidu then it becomes vidhi. This 
total sentence in nisheda, those two words will only amount to vidhi. So, tasya vidhau nisheda anupattehe. In that case, that cannot be nisheda because it is contradictory. Vakyartha anubhavam prati advaratvat. Then the meaning conveyed by those two words is not a dwara or gateway for knowing the meaning of the whole sentence. Because those two words convey the meaning of vidhi. While the whole sentence conveys the meaning of nisheda. So those two words do not become the means of conveying the overall meaning. Therefore, you cannot take the, those two words independently to convey the meaning. <coughs> Arthavadastu bhutartha samsargam stutidvaram bodhyan vidana vakyaika vakyatam bhajadeti asti vigrahadi anubhavaityartha. Arthavadastu but in this case, Arthavada suggests Vajrahastha Puranda, there is also actually his mantra. But then, there is an Arthavada where there is Stuti, let us say. In that case, Bhutartha Samsargam Stuti Dwaram Bodhyanna. Then Arthavada has an independent meaning that this is Stuti or this is Ninda. So first of all, it gives that meaning. Then, Vidina Vakyek Vakyatam Bhajate. Then it will enjoy the same purport as Vidhi or Nisheda. First, giving its own independent meaning, like Saharodit, and then becomes, can enjoy the same purport as Bhareshi Rajatam Nadeyam. Idyasti Vigrahadi. So, first of all, we Anubhava. What's Anubhava? Saharodit. He wept. That's first Anubhava. Then, what's the next Anubhava? That this is Ninda. And that's how it enjoys the Ekavakyada with the Nishira Vakya. So therefore, when it comes to Vakyaka Vakyata, the Avantara Vakya also conveys its own meaning and then conveys the purport which is connected to Vidhi or Nisheda. Therefore, Astihi Vigrahadi. Therefore, we have the Anubhava that Rudra wept. So Rudra can be, that means he must have eyes and he must have mouth and he must have body. So Astihi Vigrahadi Anubhava. Therefore, that Vakya also creates its own Anubhava. So Vakya creates Anubhava. You know, in knowledge or experience. And one vakya can create only one experience. But here there are two vakyas, and so having created its own independent experience, then it creates the experience that this is ninda. And by way of that, it becomes then the connected with the video of the Shaila vakya. <coughs> then, an argument. Nanu, arthavadastha, padanam, avantara, Samsarga Bodhakatpamina Sakshadeva Vidyanvaya Astu says Nanu Arthavadastha Padana. Why not put it this why not this way? That the words which obtain in this sentence called Arthavada. Avantara Samsarga Bodhakatpamina without conveying its own independent meaning. Why not the Arthavada directly? Vidhi-anvaya, why not it can be connected directly to Vidhi-vakya without its... There are two anvayas here. The Avantara-vakya, Arthavada is its own anvaya, then it becomes anvita connected to Vidhi-vakya. So why why not the words of the Arthavada get connected directly with Vidhi without its own independent connection? Saharodit is not important. That these words Saharodit, they get connected directly to Parishi Rajadam Nadeyam. Why not? <coughs> Yasahit. To that Bhashyakara says Yasahiti. Yasahit. Yasahit.
वायवं श्वेतम आलभेत भूति इति अत्र विद्युदेशवर्तिना ोट्स You should offer a white goat, as a matter of fact, vayavyam, to the devata vayu. So this white goat must be offered to devata vayu by the one who is desirous of prosperity. So this is a vidhivakya. Idhyatra vidyuddeshavartinam vayavyadi padanam. So these words are the vayavyam, svetam, alabheta, bhutikamaha. These four words together make a sentence, which is called the vidhivakya. So, vidyuddeshavartinam vayavyadipadanam. This pada means words. Words such as vayavya, shveta and all this. Vidhina sammandha. So, those words which are part of vidhivakya, they convey one, one meaning which is a vidhi. That one should do this. One should bring this such an animal and do this. <coughs> so, padanam vidhina sammandha. Those words have the sammandha or a connection or relation with vidhi. Which is an injunction. Then there is a Arthavada Vakya. Naivam Vairvikshepishthadevata. This is Arthavada Vakya. Vairvikshepishthadevata. Okay, let us read. Naivam Vairvikshepishthadevata. Vayumeva Svena Bhagadheyena. Upadhavati saeva enam bhutim gamayate ityesham arthavada gatanam padanam. So connected to this vidhi is arthavada vakya. Vairvik shepishtha devata. Air is a very swift deity. Shepishtha means very fast or swift. So this statement says, The wind god is a swift deity. <coughs> This is the praising of wind god. Vayameva svena bhagadheena upadhavati. So then, Yajamana, what he does is, he takes his own portion of vayu and runs towards vayu and offers that. Saivayanam bhutam gamayati, bhutim gamayati. Then only he gains the prosperity. So this act brings the prosperity to the yajmana. Anyway, it is not important, what is important in this is, uh, here important vayurvik shepishtha devata. Vayu is a swift deity. This is the praising of vayu. Arthavada. It esham arthavada gatanam padanam na vidhina sammandha. So the words contained in the vidhivakya have connection with vidhi. But the words contained in the Arthavada Vakya have no direct connection with Vidhi. They have their own independent connection when it says that the Vayu is a swift deity. But they are not connected with Vidhi Vakya. Vashyakara explains here. So, Sakshad Anva Ayogam Ayogam Darshayati. Vashyakara himself shows how 
दोज वर्ड्स कैन नॉट बी कनेक्टेड टू द विधि नहीं भवति वायुर्वा आलभेत क्षेपिष्ठा देवता वा आलभेत सो यू कैनॉट टेक वर्ड्स ऑफ दिस अर्थवाद लाइक वायु एंड देन सो वायव श्वेत आलभेत आलभेत इज विधि वन शुड टेक सैक्रिफाइस सो वायुर्वा आलभेत दायु सैक्रिफाइस सैक्रिफाइस क्षेपिष्ठा देवता वा यू कैनॉट टेक वर्ड्स ऑफ दिस अर्थवाद एंड कनेक्ट देम टू विधि इन केस द विधि वाक्य वायम श्वेतम आलभेत वायवम श्वेतम भूति काम दे ऑल गेट कनेक्ट विद आलभेत भूति काम आलभेत वायव्यम आलभेत श्वेतम आलभेत ऑल दोज वर्ड्स डू गेट कनेक्टेड विद विधि बट दर्ड्स ऑफ द अर्थवाद वाक्य यू कैनॉट कनेक्ट दम वायु आलभेत दट मीन्स वॉट दायु सैक्रिफाइसेस सैक्रिफाइस क्षेपिष्ठा देवता वलभेत You cannot take words from the Arthavada Vakya and connect them to Vidhi. That connection anvaya is not there. Then what do they do? Says Vashyakara, Vayusvabhava Sankirtanena Tu Avantaram Anvayam Pradipadya Evam Vishishtadaivatyamidam Karma सो वॉट डज दिस अर्थवाद वाक्य डू वायु स्वभाव संकीर्तन वायुर्वैक्षेपिष्ठा देवता वायु स्विफ्ट डेटी सो वायु स्वभाव संकीर्तन बाय डिक्लेरिंग और बाय टर्निंग एज स्वभाव द नेचर ऑफ वायु दट इज स्विफ्ट डेटी दट शोज ग्रेटनेस ऑफ वायु अमंग ऑल द डेटीज वायु इज द स्विफ्टेस्ट So by praising the वायु in that manner, अवांतरम अन्वयम प्रतिपद्य So thus we understand the वाक्य independently that वायु is a swift deity. So that is अवांतर अन्वय That अन्वय of the meaning that we gain. And then why why is this being said? Then एवं विशिष्ट दैवत्यम इदम कर्मा Then we've connected with that karma. So why we am शुद्धम आलमेदा Hey, that that ritual is so great because it involves Devata Vayu, who enjoys such glories such as having a swift motion. So Vayu is glorified by saying that it is swift deity, and that ritual is glorified by saying that the ritual involves Devata such as Vayu, who is so great, and that some ritual is also praised. So this particular Arthavada Vakya it does the study. of enjoying a particular karma by saying that the vayu himself is great and that makes the ritual also great and that's how one is encouraged to perform the ritual so this arthavada vakya first gives independent meaning that vayu is swift devata and then conveys that this is stuti which supports which is the purport of supporting the vidhi vakya meaning that arthavada vakya creates an independent meaning and by way of that it also supports it becomes it supports the vidhi vakya and therefore avantar vakya has its own meaning not parts of the sentences but the avantar vakya has its own independent meaning we will we'll see it tomorrow <coughs>
ಪೂರ್ಣಮದ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಿದ ಪೂರ್ಣಾತ್ಪೂರ್ಣಮುದಚ್ಯತೆ ಪೂರ್ಣಸ್ಯೂರ್ಣಮೇವಶಿಷ್ಯತೆ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೇಶವಂಬಾದರಾಯಣ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯಕೃತೌ ವಂದೇ ಭಗವಂತೌ ಪುನಃ ಪುನಃ ಈಶ್ವರೋ ಗುರುರಾತ್ಮೇರಿ ಮೂರ್ತಿಭೇದವಿಭಾಗಿಣೆ ವ್ಯೋಮವ್ಯಾಪ್ತೇಹಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ನಮಃ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಹರಿ ಓ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓ